What we've been taught and told is not all there is. Life is all about energy, and the energy you feel is real. Welcome to the Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic Porak-Devarna. Let's take a deep dive to the energetic core of life, work, business, politics, and education. This show questions everything we've been taught and told. It is eye-opening, mind-shifting, transformative, and earth-shattering. So get ready to ignite the spark, feel the energy, and work the magic. The Energy Paradigm with me, Dr. Vic, starts now. Hello, everyone. It's Danielle and Dr. Vic here with the Energy Paradigm, offering a different lens and a new perspective for the way forward for humanity creating our future with a high vibration energy of possibility to create good for all around the globe. We are all about energy, the universal language of humanity, something we all have within ourselves, that which does not have vocal cords, only feeling ones. You feel it in your body and you know it when you feel it. This is something you can't fake and it always tells the truth, period. You just have to learn how to read it and to work with it, something everyone can. So let's become energy literate. So we have just started year 2021 and said goodbye to 2020. In numerology, this year is a number five a year of unearthing and clarifying, of cleaning house, and of seeing through the muck. So what did you learn in 2020? What did, what did you start in 2020 that was actually good for you and that you think you'll continue in 2021? As this was a year of possibility and personal breakthrough, consider what your possibility and breakthrough will be this year. Maybe you have New Year's resolutions or goals. Did you accomplish any of those from last year? Did 2020 teach you that life is about ticking off boxes or of accomplishing or having to reach 2020 with a major breakthrough? Or did you learn it's about being? how to be, how to exist when everything around you seems to be falling apart and how to find your center, the core and essence of you. In all of the turmoil, did you remember to smell the roses along the way? Because life is about the journey and enjoying it and living it and being life. So how can we be that when everything is turned around and feels so divided? I'll tell you a key. The way out is in, to go in within yourself. So today we're gonna talk to you about the field, how you show up for life. So we're gonna start by taking your pulse where are you along your journey? How do you feel? Is there joy? Is there peace? Is there ease? Is there clarity and certainty? Do you have the energy to get going? 
Do you have the energy to show up for your loved ones, for your family, for work, and most importantly, for yourself? Can you be present in the moment, totally here, centered and present, focused yet relaxed and at ease? Can you find good around you? And are you willing to create good for others and the environment around yourself? How you truly feel and how you feel about a situation or another is always always transmitted. It vibrates in your field. And that transmission finds its own level, whether you like it or not. Like the old adage, water finds its own level. Let's investigate today in this show, the field of ours and how we can set it straight every day with our frequency and vibration. I love it. Energy literacy, that's what we need because we have not been taught or told. The only thing that we have been taught or told is that everything we can touch and see is real and the, all the other stuff isn't. And what the energy paradigm stands for, what we stand for is that there is a far bigger world out there. And that world happens in energy and the energy creates the physical tangible that we can see and touch and smell. So let's talk about the first component that you need to know in order to become energy literate. It's called the field. The field is, you can call it aura, you can call it electromagnetic field, you can call it bubble, some people call it egg, it doesn't matter. We have an energy field around us. And that energy field carries a signal and for a lot of people who are not energy literate, that signal is random. Why? Because we don't know, right? So we go out there into our day, into our daily lives, and stuff happens to us that we actually don't want for us to happen. And many of these things that happen to us are actually a consequence of the charge, the vibration in our field if and you have seen that before so for, let's say you um <clears throat> got out of the bed with the wrong foot you have one of those days right nothing works out and it's one of those doom days you have that energy in your bubble and that is why on those days one thing after the other happens that you don't like why because there's friction in your field. You need to break through this. You need to say, it stops right here. So instead of plunging and jumping into more action, which is what we are taught and told, right? If something is wrong, you need to jump into action. You need to make things happen. You need to tweak it and do something. The opposite is needed. And Daniel, you just said that. The way is in. You need to stop right there when something like this happens to you and start feeling into your field, how am I energized? And we will talk a little bit more about the field and what that is and, and how to do it, right? And what the components are. But right now, what is in my field? Because the energy that you emit from your field 
it's like what you just said. Water finds its own level. What does that mean? You have a certain vibration, a certain energy, a certain hum about you, and that hum aligns with other hums. We know that from frequency, if you have one thing, let's say you have a loudspeaker and you set the loudspeaker to a certain frequency and you turn up the volume, then something in your room will start to co-resonate, which happens to be at the same frequency. Yeah? So this is exactly what happens with our field. If we have anger in our field, guess what happens? You will find all the other wonderful people who are angry that day. If you have happiness in your field, you will actually find other people who are happy. And we always think, oh, it's because, because of my eye, because I'm seeing, right? I see bad stuff, so I see more bad stuff. I see good stuff, I see more bad stuff. It doesn't work like this. It starts with the energy of it. And we are highly sensitive. And that's calling entraining to the energy. Thank you. That you yes. match the energy that's present. And you know, we need to become energy literate because if we don't, we create all types of things we don't want to see in our lives. Here at the energy paradigm, we call this the wake of collateral damage. Imagine you are a ship and you're going in the sea or on a lake and you have a wake behind you, right? And that wake can be good ripples that make other people happy and that make yourself happy, or it can be frictionless ripples where you create what we call collateral damage where you leave a lot of unhappy people behind and that proliferates and suddenly you have a whole bunch of unhappy people and they have it in their field and then they go out. This is how it works. So why not reverse this process and energize in a way that makes you happy, that makes you feel at ease, that makes you feel calm, that makes you feel strong, that makes you feel in your element, that makes you feel in charge of your life. And if you emit, if you are tuned to that radio station, so to say, if you emit this frequency, guess what happens? Other people will find you who are at the same frequency and suddenly you can co-resonate. And those people who are not at your frequency, it might rub off on them a little bit. So like this, one apple can spoil the whole basket, meaning one employee can spoil the whole team, one family member can spoil the whole family, but one family member can uplift the whole family. One team member can uplift the whole team. And it takes one strong and very well-energized leader to turn around an entire company. And it takes a very strong, energized leader to turn around an entire country, if you want, and humanity. And this is what we are after with the energy paradigm. So what's in your field? And what can you do to, to charge? <laughs> Again, what's in your field? Sorry, sometimes I'm speech impaired. So what's in your field and what can you do to charge your field with the right frequency and vibration that uplifts and elevates you and those around you? This is what we are after and this is what we need going forward because we have too much divide. We have too much friction. We have too many unhappy people. We have too many people who are depressed. We have too many people on the verge of suicide. <clears throat> we have too many people who are suffering. And we always tend to wait for a savior out there who comes and saves us. And it's not how it works. We need to do the work ourselves. It, the way is inside. We are responsible. You are responsible. It starts with you. And with the way in, 
it is your sacred time with yourself. It's not from a pill. It's not from a bottle. It is strictly time for you to commune with yourself, period. And when we talk about the field, it really encompasses a lot of different factors. One being your thought, because energy follows thought. So whatever your predominant thought is of the day, the energy will flow in that direction. So if you have a thought, oh God, this is gonna be a horrible day. Everything is gonna go wrong. What else can go wrong to this, go wrong today? Well, imagine what's coming towards you. You're like a magnet. So whatever you set, whatever dial you set your temperament to that day or your thoughts, that's what you're tuned into and that's what's gonna come your way. So really, something to, to be cognizant of that you are co-creators of the energy that you emit. So you are responsible for that. You're also creating your day, your future. And your if you life. don't like, I'm sorry, if you don't like what you're seeing out there, you have co-created this thing. So it starts with you to change it. And changing doesn't mean you take pick up arms uh, or you argue. Changing means you change your field. And Daniel, you already mentioned that. So there are several components in our field. And if you are into any type of mindful practice, you have heard these things before because they are, they are universal. You can go to any type of spiritual or whatever practice um, that has to do with how to be and you will find these components. The components are body, mind, and spirit. And we will get into those in a little bit. Why the body? We happen to be in physical form right now, right? There's a body, we can move it, there's something going on, we need to eat, we need to breathe, all those good things. Now, the body has a big impact onto how we are energized, on our vibration, on our frequency, how is that? The emotions that we feel, and we feel emotions all the time, happy, sad, joyful, depressed, um, in love, in hate, right? I mean, all these things are going on all the time in the background. It's kind of the subconscious processing system of what's going on in our world. Those emotions go into the body and they go into certain parts of your body and they start lodging themselves there. That is why we need to move our bodies. All systems that kind of scratch on the surface of consciousness have that component. Look into martial arts. Martial art works the body. It's not only to hit somebody or to defend yourself. It is to move your body. Because once you are in your body, you can, you can need out the kinks. You can work out the emotions. For example, if somebody gets on your nerves or a situation gets on your nerves, you tend to get a stiff neck. Somebody or something is a, becoming a pain in your neck. If you repeat this often enough, you will start feeling pain here because something that is unease becomes dis ease. That's how it works in our body, right? If you have a lot of headaches, then you need to investigate what is rubbing you the wrong way. If 
you get a lot of uh, stomach stomach things that have to do with with anxiety digestive often is lodged into is, is lodged into anxiety breathing too so a lot of the symptoms where we have been taught and told to pop a pill right to get rid of it is actually treating a symptom it's not treating the root cause you need to move your body and you need to energize your body in a certain way so it feels at ease and one of the reasons why we say move the body is because, as Caroline May says, your biology is your biography. And everything that you think, everything that's happened in your life leaves a copy in your body and it leaves an imprint. So in order to release it, you also need to, you also need to erase it from the body and it's moving it. Whether you go hiking, whether do you do yoga, breathing, it needs action because we can't just be, we also have to move. It requires a, a tandem process for you to move the body. Because even if, for instance, even if we go to therapy and discuss something, there's a copy still in the body. Or sometimes people go to yoga class and they don't know why they're furious at yoga class or just burst into tears because maybe something has been dormant or hidden, repressed, that they haven't dealt with or didn't want to deal with until the body starts moving and they think, oh my goodness, I understand what made me so upset or what made me so sad, which is an invitation for you once more to address it and just get rid of it for good. Eastern, Eastern philosophy and Eastern medicine has been looking into exactly these phenomena for thousands of years. I mean, if you go into Ayurvedic, into traditional Chinese, they claim it's it's between five and 10,000 years, it has been known that emotions can fester in the body. And they look into the elements, what is going on in your body, and they're trying to dislodge things. They're not treating a symptom, they're treating the root cause. That is where we need to go. So next time, uh, for example, a heart, our heart can literally break. When your heart is broken, you get some type of heart disease, and then it becomes a disease, and then it becomes a, a heart failure or something like this. But those things are preventable. All chronic type diseases and all autoimmune type diseases have, or most of them, have their origin in, in a misalignment of energy within us. So that is the body part. And we need to be very, very mindful what we do with our body. The body needs to move. We are not made for sitting. So right now, what we are doing here is actually not good for us. We should be moving all over, right? So movement is imperative for our bodies. Look at our ancestors. They all walked the land, right? And, and hunters, gatherers, until we became settlers, and then we started sitting. So movement is paramount then the next thing our body needs in order to be energized well energized is we need clean air we need sunshine we need clean water we need clean food those are the ingredients for a healthy body that's the body part let's go to the mind part the mind is a very funny thing. If unchecked, 
your mind can com go completely bonkers. Because the mind has one primordial function and the function is to protect you, the physical form of you, to protect your body. What does the mind do then? The mind constantly is on the lookout for, is this a threat or is this not a threat? Do I need to switch the body into fight or flight mode or can I actually be here for a while? That is what the mind does. In every single situation throughout the day, the mind is preoccupied with what is the threat, where is the threat. And from a um, from an evolutionary standpoint, it makes sense because we need to make sure that we don't get eaten by a tiger. But nowadays, we need to make sure that we don't get run over by a bus or that we don't fall asleep at the wheel or uh, that we... <clears throat> Don't use a nail gun to nail our hand to a two by four, which uh, what a friend of mine uh, did a couple of years ago. And um, so to avoid accidents and to do to avoid suffering in, in the physical form, our mind is very helpful. However, one, when you are in this constant discerning and in this uh, pre stages of fight and flight or in the fight or flight, your mind does something very interesting. It shuts down. It sends all the decision-making into your body. You got to run. You cannot make decisions when you are stressed. You cannot make decisions when you are in fight or flight. That is why it is so important for any type of fighter to stay calm during a fight, because otherwise you cannot make good decisions. You make really stupid decisions. So our mind needs to be calm. And there's a very funny thing Alan Watts said that once in Sanskrit, in Sanskrit, the, the word for mind is mud or muda, which means crazy, because our minds go crazy. They go bonkers. There's this constant chatter in the background, evaluating, judging, going here, going there, which prevents us from being here in the moment, attentive, focused, listening and that is what happens in most families in most companies in most relationship people are not seeing each other because they're so preoccupied with other stuff they they don't see the essence of of the person they're talking to they don't even see their own essence the second thing we're not listening to each other because we're always listening to ourselves once we speak uh, we speak and then when the other person speaks, we are thinking about our next sentence. We miss half of the message. And the third thing is we don't even talk to each other, right? Because it's almost like two monologues that miss each other when we talk to each other. That is what happens if our mind is not checked. Third part. Oh, yeah, go ahead. There's a beautiful quote from Ram Das, one of my favorite teachers and who I think I am affects how I see you. And that pertains to the lens which we have for individuals and what we have for ourselves. Through what lens are we looking at the other person being present to say, I hear you, I see you, and giving them the space just to be, because there's many strokes for different folks, as they say, one solution doesn't fit everybody. So through which lens, not am I judging you? Because judgment of anybody is actually self-judgment. So it doesn't, it doesn't benefit anybody by judging, but just giving them the space. 
And you give the space by seeing the person, the essence, by listening to each other and by talking to each other, by relating. And this is one of the big topics that we are going to get after as we go on with our shows here, because uh, today we look into the field and how you're charged. The next show is going to be the call. It's going to be how do you step up? Today is how do you show up for life? The next show is going to be how do you step up? Now, the third part we have, we talked about uh, the body, we talked about the mind. The third part that needs to be in sync, in line, we call it spirit. You can call it soul. You can call it your higher self. This is the part where you tap into something that is greater than you. And it's very, very difficult to explain what happens when you tap in, when you tune in. It's like you're turned on to something different. Once you start doing this, things that were very important to you are not that important anymore and other stuff is getting much more important, like looking at the energy of yourself and of others. If you do not tap in, you are hollow and you can see it in people's eyes. When the eyes are empty, we are too much trapped in the physical. We don't even understand the energetics of it. We are not energized, right? And people then focus completely on the physicality of life and of other people instead of the inside. And we know that the physicality of it is a trap. Look at people in general. You, you get something and you're happy about it until you had it for a couple of days and then you're not happy about it anymore because it has become normal. So then comes the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And we have this inner craving, something needs to be filled and we are taught and told by society, by our parents, by, by, by companies that we need to fill it with stuff, but no stuff is potent enough to quench our thirst. And you can see that with people who get more and more and more and more things and they're still not happy. Why is that? Because there's a void inside, there's a hollow that wants to be filled with something of substance and not with something of material. And it, uh, it's of no, from my, from our perspective, it's not of, of no importance how you fill this. Um, you can be Christian and you find the higher thing there. You can be Gnostic and you find your higher thing there. You can be Sikh, you can be um, any of uh, Buddhist, any of the big world religions will fill that void. Um, not through ceremony, not through ceremony, not through a, a empty repetition of sermons, but through the feel of it, through the vibration. And in every religion, you find secret teachings. And those secret teachings, they get you on the right path. You can, um, Mother Nature, shamanic traditions. I mean, all, if you look into history and throughout the ages, there always has been this search for something higher, something that we can tap into, something that 
ultimately provides us with guidance and insight and clarity. It's also something that fulfills you. It's the essence of that which fulfills you. It's the substance that quenches the emptiness and this need for more, this need for something else. Because when you experience this, it makes you calm. Yeah. It makes you peaceful. It gives you joy. Kindness is what you want to give to yourself and to others. It sets you on a different path. And as Dr. Vic was just saying, you know, those things that you thought you once loved and you needed, like you need a new car, you need to go to Hawaii, you need this outfit, you need these shoes. When you embark on a practice that truly sustains you from the inside out, it doesn't matter anymore. Mm-hmm. Things that you gave so much weight to is immaterial. And then that sets you on a different path and you, it opens a a completely new world for you that leads to just completely altering your lifestyle. Yeah. Makes you dedicated to the practice. It keeps you coming back because you want that juju every time you sit down or every time you go into prayer or every time you go outside or take your drum or when you sing or whatever you do. You want that all the time. Let's look further into the juju after this short commercial break, and then we will get into the nitty gritty of it. Thank you so much for being with us, The Energy Paradigm, Danielle and Dr. Vic. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction. Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey everyone, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants. You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling, even if no one is saying a word. I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week. If any of these examples resonate with you, please come check out our new live podcast, Shades of Spirit. It's on every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also find us at shadesofspirit.com where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing or just doing my job when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? 
Next time someone tells you great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Welcome back, everybody, to the Energy Paradigm. With Dr. Vic. With Danielle and Dr. Vic. We need to change it in our intro because right now it only says Dr. Vic. So um, one to-do list task uh, and goal for the year 2021. We just talked about the field today is all about the field, how we charge, what we carry out there, what frequency we are are vibrating and um, how that creates the world that we are experiencing. Three components to it, body, mind and spirit. We talked about them so far. So the question is now, what can you do to set your field? Because I've got good news for you. You are the co-creator of your own vibration and it works through how do you charge your body do you move your body every day do you take the staircase instead of the elevator do you have a workout routine do you have a yoga um, routine do you do martial arts Do, do you go for walks you need to work the body because it it moves out all the emotions that tend to lodge in the shoulders, in the arms, in the legs, in the stomach, everywhere. This needs to be worked out. And sometimes it burns when you do that. And that's actually a good sign because that means the emotion is coming out. And as Danielle said before, when you're sitting in a yoga class and you start crying, that is grief coming out of your body. It's fantastic. Go on and cry some more. (laughs) So that's the body And, and offer your body sunlight clean air, good water, clean food. That's what the body needs in order to be energized. To match that, you need to calm your mind. How do you calm your mind? Quiet time is so important. Nowadays, we are so immersed in noise. Noise from the street, noise from the computer, noise from the telephone, noise from the fax machine or or the printer, noise from the music um, that we are playing there's almost no quiet time anymore. But in 2020, since people, a lot of people were at home, a lot of people found pulled and interested in learning something like meditation. So classes for meditation classes have risen exorbitantly. So there is a need for individuals to find that peace, that ease within themselves. Calm mind and a calm body. That's how it works. And once you are calm, and how can you figure out if you're calm? Count your breaths. Deep belly breaths, Buddha belly. Try to go to maybe six breaths per minute. That's a good way to do it. The real, the real masters, they do one breath per minute, 15 seconds in, 15 15 seconds holding, 15 seconds out, 15 seconds holding out. 
That's brutal. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck with that one. But you can get it to six, four, five, four breaths a minute. The slower the you breathe and the more um, controlled you breathe, the calmer your mind. It's very interesting connection between your mind and your body here going on. And, and your breath is indicative of your thoughts. So <clears throat> the slower and deeper you breathe, the calmer you are and the more in control of your thoughts and your emotions. And the better decisions you will make because you cannot make decisions when you're in inner turmoil. It doesn't work. You're making and neither will you be so oh, sorry, love. And neither will you be so reactionary. Flying off the handle. Fantastic. Yes. Calm mind, calm judgment, calm look. Very important. And then we talked about spirit, the tapping in. So we already talked about all different types of traditions. If you choose yoga, that's perfect. If you choose a mindful meditation practice, that's perfect. If you're interested in, in dabbling in, into Buddhism, fantastic. Every tradition has something to offer. Sufism, they are all great. There and there's is, not one better than the other. No, even even like like very entrenched and, and rigid institutions like the Catholic Church still have something to offer. If you read the Bible, there's instructions in there on how to meditate, actually. Yeah. And really, uh, it just comes down to you finding what works for you. What does it for you? And experiment and, and try different traditions or try them all. Jewish, Kabbalah, they have it all. Yes. So it's all there. You need to find it and go to a bookstore. Look at all the things in the book that you pick out. You are in the right frequency for that book. That's how it works. It's very weird. It's not a conscious decision. It's not like mm, uh, here it might take me two years and this might take me one year. No, that's not how it works. It is the hunch. It is the feeling. What you are attracted to is right. Yeah. N no rigidity. There's nothing now, to accomplish outside your body how can you charge your field so right now we looked inside right we looked at mind we looked at, at body we looked at the spiritual um, realm but there's also a lot of influence that comes from the outside that influences us what people are you surrounding yourself with what people are you hanging with what's their energy it rubs off if you if you have somebody at home who's always complaining that is a very very heavy energy and you know that when you go there and you try to be kind and nice and everything and then when you when you leave you're totally drained right Ugh. then there are people out there who overwhelm you they are t they talk all the time right and they talk your ear off until you bleed out of your ears and and then that's the same thing <laughs> this is so draining and in the end you don't even know what they were talking about and they don't even know what they were talking about because they just talk to act to justify their own existence right um what books are you reading if at all what tv shows are you watching you need to be very careful there's energy imprinted in there and that energy affects you and how you feel it's not a mindless i'm i'm in a trance uh looking watching this thing be very mindful is this uh, energy that actually i want to expose myself to do i want to have this in my field because it it rubs off what social media are you consuming are you are you are you one of those people who engage in the social divide that has a big impact 
in not only how you feel, but what you're emitting and the people that you attract. What movies are you consuming, etc., etc., etc. So be very mindful of your interactions. The tendency is that on a normal day, we consume too much and we talk too much. And with that, we also need to be cognizant of the environment we're in, whether at home or in the office, that it's not toxic. And a toxic environment is one that's rigid, it's critical, it's punishing, something is wrong with you. Mm -hmm. That is the signs that for anybody that's not a healthy atmosphere or environment to be in to make any progress or to allow any spaciousness or freedom or permission to just be be as you are which yeah. is what we're after here in the energy paradigm the freedom to be and express just how you are and with that you are in the driver's seat you are the leader of your life. It's your responsibility. And your, your um, authority, how you want to charge. And that is good news. Because like this, you're not exposed. You're not a victim. You're not exposed to anything that's happening to you because you can very deliberately choose what you want to let in and how you want to energize every single day. And it is like brushing teeth. You need to do it. If you don't do it every single day, it it falls back into creating random and we don't want random in our lives. There's enough turmoil out there. So your life, you are in charge for your life, nobody else. It cannot be delegated. There's not a pill you can pop to take care of this. It takes dedication and work and it is the most precious thing you can do with your life. Another factor con to consider is the intention we have, the intent and the motivation why we want to do this, mm -hmm. why you feel it's time to start a practice. Because that runs the whole show, your intention and that you stay true to that intention because that will carry you in days where you don't want to get up and meditate at four o'clock in the morning or you don't want to go to qigong or tai chi class or yoga class yep. it will carry you because you you become committed to that end result or to that feeling how you charge is your responsibility and you are one little thread in this global matrix and your charge your vibration your frequency ripples out and influences the rest of the big web so what do you want to resonate at what is it it impacts everything around you and your world now let's talk a little bit about signs and nudges because we all have a ton of signs and nudges in our lives that every day try to edge us a little bit closer to being charged right. The first thing that um, we want to talk about is repeating pattern. How do we repeat pattern? And maybe you want to take it away, Danielle. 
these patterns in our life that keep coming up and normally we are unconscious about them. We, we go into autopilot. This is the way it's always been done. We do it like this here. You are raised in this fashion until one day you think, what on earth am I doing? I don't, I don't like this. This doesn't serve me. And then when you become aware of that, the awareness, then you have the ability to change it. And, you know, just for the sake of this talking about the signs in our energy, what's really for you and suits you will not lower your vibration. And that is a way you'll know and a good way to be cognizant of the signs that come your way. Lowering your vibration will make you feel down, bad, angry. Let that be an invitation for you to watch the signs and determine the signs that come your way, mm -hmm. what it does to you. You can even feel it in your body. <clears throat> a situation that doesn't feel right, you tend to shrug, pull in your head, pull up your shoulders. It's something that doesn't, it's just not sitting right. And the situation that feels good is opening up, it's expanding. The otherwise, the other one is contracting, right? If something ain't right, it is contracting, it feels dense it feels tense if and the breathing becomes shallow and it becomes in the upper chest not in the lower belly which leads to better breathing and a calmer um countenance there you go and now when we talk about repeating pattern there's one thing that i think most of us have experienced and that is we have been in a relationship and that relationship broke up for whatever reasons and we go into the next relationship and there's the same person again right we are repeating the same story you again. Over again it's oh god you again yeah goodness um how could i no <laughs> you can see that and in 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 work you know you just got rid quote unquote of the unpleasant colleague and then the next one steps in and fills exactly that void and is unpleasant again that is an energetic pattern that has not been resolved. And that's a nudge for you to look into your own energies. So where is there something within me that is not resolved, that I have not worked out? There's a kink somewhere in the tablecloth that in, in my, you know, that I need to get out with the, with the iron. And what but hasn't been, and what hasn't been expressed? And what part of you has put a lid on what actually needs to be expressed or done. Yeah. Then another big sign and another nudge is when you experience friction, friction with the person, the person that rubs you the wrong way, right? Um, in some traditions, they're called wonderful teachers because they push your buttons until you explode. Yeah. <laughs> But that means there's something within you that can be pushed out of balance. So you are in your field and somebody comes and it's pushing you out of your inner harmony. It's pushing you out of your inner balance. It's pushing you out of your calm and you become not calm. So that means there's more work to do. Something is in there that needs attention. And the question is what? Because otherwise, it will become a new pattern and it will repeat itself. Life is funny. It sends us these teachers, it sends us these situations so we can learn. This is all one big learning experience. You can actually look at it as one big experiment. Can we learn or can we not learn? 
Yeah. And what do I have to learn today? Let's see who is unpleasant to me and what can I find in myself, right? This is how it works. And there's that old adage, know thyself. And if you take the time to truly know yourself and know what you like, you're not going to be able to be manipulated. And that there's no need for you to comply with anyone. And no one sets the mandate for you on how to be and how to behave. And these are things to really think about what you've been told as the truth. Is it something given to you or you decide? And let this serve as an invitation for you to do the self-exploration needed to figure that out on your terms, just for you. So what is on your billboard? Because what you have in your field is like a big billboard. What's on, what's the signal? What is your brand that you are sending out there? And you need to pay attention to it. Are you sending out there, I'm a doormat? Are you sending out there, I'm a dangerous person? Are you sending out there, I'm an insecure person? Those are all things that will be picked up by other people and they will mirror it back to you. And that is the learning. And that's the signal, that's the sign for you to change something. For example, if you are someone that struggles with insecurity, for example, you haven't discussed it with anyone, you keep it quiet to yourself, but you feel it. You are silently emitting that signal, that frequency to other people. You're not talking about it, But even though you're not talking about it, it's still being sent. It's like turning off the cell phone. It's still emitting. Yep. And you will meet all these experiences that's going to test your insecurity and whether or not you can switch to the security until you can finally overcome that. And the teachers will keep coming until you, you get that together. So the big question then is, how do you show up every single day for yourself and for others? How do you show up for your partners in intimate relationships? How do you show up for family? How do you show up for your children? How do you show up at work within a team towards your supervisor? If you are in a leadership position, how do you show up for your people? If you are in a learning environment, how do you show up for school, for college, for university? You set the tone. You are in charge. You are responsible. Are you able to show up calm, present, in tune? Easy does it. Yeah, not flying off the handle if somebody rubs you the wrong way. Are you able to see other people as they are? Are you able to listen to them without judgment and without scheming? And are you able to relate to them? Not from your head, but from your heart. We have two brains, just in case you didn't know. Big thing up there and then a little brain in the heart. Heart needs to guide our brain, not the other way around. When your heart sings, you know that truth is revealed in front of your eyes. 
Does your heart sing with your family? Does your heart sing with your intimate partner? Does your heart sing with your children? Does it sing when you go to work? Does it sing in a team setting, in a meeting? Does it sing when you have a one-on-one -on -one with your supervisor, for example? Does it sing in school, college, or university? That is the question. And ultimately, does your heart sing when you connect to spirit? That's the secret sauce. And we know this is not easy. It can be daunting because people rob us this way, people rob us that way. We have this thing that we don't want anybody to see. We have that thing. But let's get real. This is the year for deep transformation. Can we also just let people be? Can we give our children, our partners, and everybody else space to be and not judge them or tell them how to be? We just give them the space and the freedom to be and just leave them alone because we know no better what's good for them. And we don't know what pushes another's buttons. We don't know what breaks another's back. So we need to show up with our heart, with kindness and compassion. And in a way that is open and inviting. That we show up with loving kindness, most importantly to ourselves. And we extend that to others. And let's try that on for size in 2021. I invite that, you. That means being present. So here's our invitation for you. Be present every day for yourself and for others. And in every situation, charge your field, examine your field and become a beacon of light. And keep that uplift, vibration up to uplift humanity. That's what we want. And with that, we will wish you a wonderful, uplifted beginning to this new, wonderful year. Thank you for listening to the Energy Paradigm Show, where we unlock the magic of life on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Visit TheEnergyParadigm.com and schedule time with Dr. Vic to learn how to run your life with energy and not let energy run your life. See you next time on the Energy Paradigm Show.